It's Monday. It's March 29th. And the word of the day is midding, which means the tranquil pleasure of being near a gathering but not quite in it, feeling blissfully invisible yet still fully included. Used in a sentence, I enjoy midding sometimes, but then I panic and I transition into the conversation way too aggressively and then I have to run away. (laughs) And look, on behalf of extroverts everywhere, introverts, you're not midding. We can see you standing there <laughs> looking no. at us like you're trying to hide from the predator. No, no, no. It's not whether you can see us. It's about whether we can escape before you try to talk to us. That's <laughs> Fair point. Fair point. I'm no illusions. I'm Eli Bosnick. Parachute. I'm Heath Enright. <laughs> and broadcasting delayed from America's Far Center, we are the Skeptocrats. On this week's episode, Jim Crow calls George's election bill a little blatant. The Suez Canal does its impression of Alex Jones's colon. And the American South uses Google to learn about hammer technology. <laughs> but first, the rest of the intro music. Joining me for headlines tonight are my fellow Skeptocrats, No Illusions, and Eli Bosnick. Gentlemen, it's 2021, the year of the grown-ups, How's your adulting going? No, you doing good with it? No, I voted for other people to do the grown-upping. I, I, that's not a fair question. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my son is alive and doesn't zip line. So, so far, so good on the adulting. Okay. So yeah, far, so good. good. Work. You know what I haven't done in a long time that makes me feel adult? I haven't thrown out a ceramic plate because it was easier than cleaning it Ooh. in a long time. Okay. All right. All right. Complained about a water bill. That's a good one. We get like a, a higher water bill than usual, and you're like, what are they What are they doing here? I am I'm like searching, because I know rule of threes, I should also have, I can think of absolutely <laughs> nothing that I regularly do that makes me feel like an adult. <laughs> I played a lot of Nintendo. It's, uh, hey, when you're hooking up your, your Magnavox Odyssey and you got to go through your VCR. No, that's not. <laughs> In our lead story tonight, on Thursday of last week, Georgia Governor Brian Kemp, already America's least democratically elected elected official outside of the Senate, signed a law <laughs> set to end the statewide scourge of black people voting. So to be clear, there is absolutely no purpose of this bill other than keeping lawful voters the hell away from ballots. Mm-hmm. And if and, and and if I'm too much of a lefty for you to just take my word about it, perhaps you would trust the assessment of the goddamn Republican secretary of goddamn state who, because of Trump's treasonous bullshit, had to certify the ever loving shit out of every single goddamn vote vis-a-vis the integrity of the state's voting apparatus. And he concluded that, quote, Georgia's voting system has never been more secure or trustworthy, end quote. And despite that, his fucking party just passed a law ostensibly designed to shore up the state's insecure, untrustworthy voting system. Yeah, so obviously evil, but I do get why Republicans are freaking out. They're looking at the last election and they're like, all right, we elected a Jewish guy and a black guy to the Senate. What the? F- <laughs> you, somebody call the mechanic. Something's broken <laughs> in the thing. And they're not even pretending it's for election security, right? No. How the fuck does handing out water bottles compromise election integrity? Right. Talk about tipping your fucking hand. So, so yeah, this law could not be more blatant if they'd actually hunted up a guy named Jim Crow to sponsor it. The law <laughs> imposes new ID requirements for mail-in ballots. It restricts the use of Dropbox 
boxes for absentee ballots. It allows electors to challenge the eligibility of an unlimited number of voters and requires counties to hold hearings on those challenges within 10 days. It prohibits the use of mobile voting vans. It prevents local governments from accepting private sector grants to improve voting access. And, of course, most notoriously and already mentioned, it makes it a crime for third-party groups to hand out water or food to voters standing in fucking line. All of this to solve a problem that their own officials assure us does not exist. Okay, but I read the actual bill, and it says you can't give away food and drink as a gift. So technically, you could still, like, trade food and water. Okay. You could barter. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, you could trade it for a, a lively dance or a clever <laughs> bon mot online. <laughs> some there's a smile. Or, or you could have, like, food and water fall off your truck right next yeah, to a voting line. Right. It's not enforceable. No. <laughs> see, Heath, I like your thinking, but I do see a flaw in you and I going to black areas of Georgia and offering people bottled water and asking them to dance for us. I do see a flaw. <laughs> I also see the flaw in the thing I didn't suggest. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. no, that's what I'm suggesting. Yeah. <laughs> Try and so, steal my idea. Now <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> as bad as that list was, it wasn't exhaustive. Okay, so one of the most disturbing provisions of this law is that it allows lawmakers in the state to take over local election boards if they don't like the decisions they make. This would allow the state government to insert partisan appointees that could slow down or even block election certification. And all of these provisions are very clearly aimed at the same place. Fulton fucking County. It's the state's most populous county, and at 44% African-American, it contains about one-eighth of the state's entire black population. And it's very clearly the county whose voters will suffer the most from longer lines and greater restrictions to absentee ballots. Okay, I just want to circle back to the van thing. Why the rule about vans for voting? Was George Soros trying to steal a building of ballots and having trouble because it wouldn't roll away? <laughs> no, he stole those buildings, no problem. Yeah, right. Stupid rule. It doesn't <laughs> even accomplish anything. No, no, but honest answer, because Fulton County just spent $700,000 on them. That's why. Yeah, now the governor gets to say, no, that's not enough of an emergency to have vans yeah. and cancel that $700,000 investment in democracy. Yeah. Yeah. Now, of, of course, all is not yet lost. Within an hour of its signing, the law is already the subject of a lawsuit by the New Georgia Project and the Black Voters Matter Fund. The lawsuit points out that both the lack of any real-world justification for the law and the disproportionate effect of people on color make it obvious what they're trying to fucking do, right? Because people of color are more likely to have uh, multiple jobs, for example, less likely to have reliable transportation, and more likely to live in crowded areas with fewer polling locations. Yep, so all we need is for the federal courts packed with Trump appointees to do yep. the right thing. And, yep, that's uh, all that's standing between us and basic democracy. And and look, I, I'm not saying that there's nothing in Georgia's election laws in need of fixing. All right, I vote <laughs> on your... The, the, the fact that Brian fucking Kemp was allowed to oversee his own gubernatorial election as then Secretary of State is some fucking banana republic type shit, for example. But if the goal was genuine reform, the fact that wait times in majority black areas are significantly longer than white areas, that would be the target of the reform, not a target of opportunity. Yeah, you'd think so. And on that summary, we're going to take a quick break for a word from this week's first sponsor, IP Vanish. Hi, I'm Heath Enright. I'm No Illusions. And I'm Heath Enright. I love mounds. What? Man, no, 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 chocolate no, 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 and coconut. Wait, Eli, what are you doing? You're, you, you said oh, you were me. Oh, no, I'm, I'm Heath Enright. No, no, you're not. What are you doing? 
Oh, according to the internet, I am because you didn't use IP Vanish. Oh, what's IP Vanish? IP Vanish is a virtual private network, a VPN for short. A VPN is a super important tool that helps you safely browse the internet. Loud noise, loud noise, pause. Addition. I don't do that. That's not. You do. Yep. He's, he's got you there. He's, <laughs> see, you can use a VPN on your computers, tablets, phones, even things like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. When you use a VPN, all your data is encrypted. What you're reading, what you're searching, what you're watching, whatever it is you're doing. Like searching the internet for a certain genre of entertainment, which I, Heath no, Enright, no, do no. very frequently. Noah, Noah, will you tell him to stop? IP Vanish is just $349 a month. For just $349 a month or $27.99 a year, you can help protect your online privacy and security and your identity. If people would just see how good mound bars are, it's basic science. I do, it's not, I don't, I hate you so much. So go to IPVanish.com slash Skeptocrat. Claim your 65% savings. Their plans start at just $3.49 a month or $27.99 a year. This is the time to sign up. With our discount and their current promotional offerings, you can get a VPN for 65% off their usual offering. IPVanish is the best of the best, even rated 4.7 out of 5 on Trustpilot, and that's with more than 6,000 reviews. Show those guys some love. Remember, it's IPVanish.com slash Skeptocrat to get the deal and start protecting yourself online. No, but make Eli stop. He's, Eli, we, stop we he stealing Heath's identity. Thank you. You are. You are. Okay. No, I... It's a, Okay. 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 <laughs> and we're back. Next up in headlines, in Bodie Won't Float Face. <laughs> this is ridiculous. So good. I know a lot of the folks who listen to our show, work at jobs they don't exactly love. Maybe the gig isn't the right fit for you. Maybe you aren't the right fit for the gig. But however you feel, you can comfort yourself with the knowledge that you will never, ever fuck up your job as badly as the captain of the ever given a 224,000 ton container ship almost as long as the Empire State Building is tall. Uh, bigger than the building if you don't count the spire and you don't. The spire's cheating. We yeah. know what you guys are doing. Which ran aground in the middle of the Suez Canal on March 23rd and as of this recording is still fucking there. Still there. <laughs> and as bad as it's all been, it's been worth it to hear my father-in-law yell solutions at the TV like it was stuck on a mud road out in the county. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So... According to the Suez Canal Authority, the ship got caught in 40-knot winds and a sandstorm caused low visibility. But absolutely not. Nope. No. You can watch this happen on the little ship radar. The guy circles around the canal for 45 minutes like Eli looking for a parking spot. And then also like Eli looking for a parking spot, slams his ship into the side of the canal at an impossible <laughs> angle. Yeah, this is Eli trying to parallel park an aircraft carrier on a trailer in midtown Manhattan <laughs> at rush hour during the St. Paddy's Day Parade <laughs> while a Formula One race is happening right, somehow yes. in Manhattan mm -hmm. at the same time. And he keeps pulling back out a little and then pulling back in, <laughs> getting out of the thing to check the angle. Yeah. I'll be in a second. I'm looking at the thing. All of New York City is about to murder him, exactly. but in the Suez Canal. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. With global commerce and the mm -hmm. yeah, Speaking of which, maybe you're thinking to yourself, okay, Eli, I get it. There's a boat blocking the canal. How big a deal can that be? Well, according to CNN, just about 30% of the world's shipping container volume transits through the Suez Canal daily. And about 12% of total global trade of all the goods 
Wow. All of it in the world, 12%. So yeah, big fucking deal. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah, this is typical Joe Biden spiking up the oil prices, oh, just like we said was going to happen. Yeah, the QAnon conspiracy theories on this are amazing. But don't worry, Scotland has purchased the land on either side of the ship, and they're working on alternatives as we speak. <laughs> Sorry, that's a fucking Panama Canal deep cut, by the way. Just because nobody gets the joke doesn't mean it's a bad fucking joke, okay? Hey, citation-needed listeners will get it now. Okay, citation-needed listeners. Long-time ones, anyway. You might be wondering yourself, how will they get it free? And the answer is... Who the fuck knows? I mean, as Noah has mentioned, everyone has a solution about how to unstuck the boat. But I read on CNN and literally every statement from the canal and the boat people is like, yeah, we thought of that. We are boat people. That will not work. It's too tall to do that. It's too heavy to do that. It's too stuck to do that. Go fuck yourself. We are, Oh, tugboats. I didn't think of tugboats. I'm just the boat guy. Here at the Suez Canal. Does anyone have a shovel? Yeah, we have shovels. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. What you need is some kitty litter and a two by four. Yeah. So as of this recording, they are predicting that freeing and refloating the ship could take anywhere from days Two weeks. You gotta gun it in neutral, then throw it in reverse. <laughs> then you get you back out. You get out and rock the boat. You rock yes. it forward, and then I got some. Can we put some salt down? So, as a result of this, hundreds of shipping vessels have been rerouted around the southern tip of Africa, like it's the 16th fucking century. And you know what comes with 16th century shipping routes? That's right. Pirates, motherfuckers. (laughs) The area around the Horn of Africa has the highest piracy rates in the world. They're so high that several shipping companies have contacted the U.S. Navy to come escort them along the route. (laughs) The pirate ship rides up and sees a Navy escort. And they're just like, hey, guys, nice uh, nice day for sail, right? Normal sailing. Good sail. Good sail day. machine guns for fishing, shooting. We're... Birds? Bird. What? Never know. They're big down here. Sharks? Okay. I know the pirate thing is terrible, but I'm rooting for pirates a little bit when I first hear about this. Like, I kind of, I don't know. 100%. So, place my heart for pirates. Just to be clear, Boat Captain Eli was like, eh, I can make it. And now, the Navy has to go fight pirates. (laughs) All I'm saying is, 2021 is definitely better, but it's still fucking weird. (laughs) And speaking of the impossible, let's toss things over to our next sponsor this week, Policy Genius. Dear Prince Abike, I have yet to receive the 28 million Krugerrands you promised me, even though my check for $128 cleared last week. Did you get let out of prison as we discussed? Hey, Eli. What you doing? Oh, hey, Noah, I'm just securing my financial future. By email? Yeah, you know, people don't like to think about it, but the unexpected happens, and I want my wife and kid to be taken care of when I'm gone, so, you know. So you sent a Nigerian prince your money? (laughs) No, Noah, I loaned him my money. I Uh, loaned him. Okay, look, Eli, if you want to make sure your loved ones are taken care of, why don't you try Policy Genius? What's Policy Genius? Policy Genius can help you compare top insurers in one place and save 50% or more on life insurance. Once you find your best option, the Policy Genius team will set up your new policy for you and answer any questions you have along the way. And you can feel good knowing your family has financial protection. Ooh, that does sound good, but how do I do it? 
First, head to PolicyGenius.com. In minutes, you can work out how much coverage you need and compare quotes to find the best price. Since their license agents work for you, not the insurance companies, there's zero hassle. If you hit any speed bumps during the application process, PolicyGenius will take care of everything. And the best part is, all the benefits of PolicyGenius, the comparison tools, the handling of paperwork, the unbiased advice, they're all totally free to use. Wait a minute, like free-free or free after a 30-day trial free? Free-free. Policy Genius can promise you that you won't leave their website feeling like a fool. You can save 50% or more by comparing life insurance quotes and feel good knowing that if something happens, your loved ones will be taken care of. Go to PolicyGenius.com to get started. Policy Genius, when it comes to insurance, it's nice to get it right. All right. Well, I'm going to tell this prince I won't be needing those Krugerands after all. I mean, it's very obvious that you're emailing Heath right now, man. Look at the, look at the address. Wait, what? Narc! <laughs> <laughs> And we're back. Next up in headlines, in throw in the Powell news. Nice. Donald Trump's former attorney, Sidney Powell, joined Mike Lindell and Fox News on the list of defendants being sued by Dominion Voting Systems for over $1 billion each, and I could not be happier. Mm. I'm guessing she didn't make enough money to cover that during her entire eight days of having that job with Donald yeah, Trump, but I don't think so. still great news. Not only is she facing consequences for helping with the giant lie about the election being stolen, that entire lie is completely unraveling now that all the five-year-olds are being asked questions separately under oath in some cases. Okay, Heath, I will participate in this story, but you started with a Powell pun, and I thought I was going to get to make fun of Matt Powell again, and yeah. all I'm saying is you need to be more careful, okay? You need to yeah. be careful. Yeah, and I, like, I spent the whole opening constructing a fanfic universe where she's his mom. Oh! <laughs> Release the Noah cut. <laughs> so, Powell was already in a constant state of almost crying naturally. She has resting, almost crying face. Mm -hmm. So, it didn't take much to get a full panicky meltdown she responded to the Dominion lawsuit with the legal equivalent of like ugly crying after getting caught. Like, I was lying. I'm a liar. I'm, I'm telling you now because I got caught. Please, Dad. I was lying. <laughs> but before we get to the absurd exact words from her defense team, let's do a quick review of her very obvious lying that Do -do -do -do. the suit is based on. I'll start with November 17th when she appeared on Newsmax and claimed to have a video of the Dominion founder saying, I can change a million votes, no problem at all. That video does not exist. Mm -mm. Not a video. No. Uh, but would you be interested in a relabeled flight tracker graph? Because I do have one of those. <laughs> all right. So now, what I meant to say is that I have video of the Dominion founder and video of saying, I can change a million votes, no problem at all. My bad. I didn't mean to <laughs> yes. like, What little word? <laughs> And then some more lying happened at a press conference with Rudy Giuliani. Now, to their credit, that conference happened inside of a building and was not drowned out by <laughs> tractor noise. So good job with that. But it did include Powell claiming that Dominion voting machines were made in Venezuela by Hugo Chavez to rig elections by automatically flipping votes. She also added that George Soros's, quote, Number two person was one of the managers of that project. George Soros has a poop guy. <laughs> I thought I was the only one with a poop guy and a number two person. Good to know. I don't know Pun, yeah. So the, the stuff she said over the last few months is so ridiculous. 
it's almost inaccurate to assign it a truth value of definitely false. Yep, that's too that's generous. Mm -hmm. That might sound like I'm exaggerating for effect here, but I also just literally explained her legal defense. <laughs> yep. <laughs> she started by claiming that her very obvious lying was political speech and therefore protected by the First Amendment, which would mean all lying can't be defamation if you if you say and politics right at the end of the yep. lie. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yep. Then she so. argued that a lawyer is allowed to lie as part of representing her client as vigorously as possible. But she didn't manage to squeeze all her obvious lies into those eight days on the job with Trump. So that argument got refuted by calendars existing. Yep, yep, yeah, but do it. it gets even dumber. According to her official statement, quote, the plaintiff's characterized my statements as wild accusations and outlandish claims repeatedly labeled inherently improbable and even impossible. And that supports my position that reasonable people <laughs> would not accept those statements as fact. End quote. Yeah. When I said, do you want to take this outside? I was just asking a question. I was not implying that I want to take this outside. No, it's just a scenario. Reasonable a person think I want to take it outside. Please don't take my pantsuits, Dominion. Don't take my beautiful, beautiful pantsuits. Wait, wait, wait. So she's saying she crimed so much she looped back around to legal somehow? Yep. Any reasonable person would assume I'm a liar. That was her defense. And just for the record... A recent poll showed that the majority of Republicans still now believe that Joe Biden won the election because it was rigged. So tens of millions of people literally did believe Sidney Powell's lying uh -huh. and still do. Now, I certainly wouldn't call Republicans reasonable people, but that's not what she meant when she said that. She would. I wouldn't call people reasonable no, people. Yeah, right. But that doesn't mean <laughs> yeah. all lying doesn't count. <laughs> exactly. Okay, but Heath, I wouldn't call Republicans people. So I may be coming back around to her argument. Now, if she had said no reasonable open mouth ghouls who should food to feed the starving would believe me, she'd lose me again. So I don't know. <laughs> so, back and forth. But so I, I feel like buried in her defense is an argument that Republicans are so dumb it shouldn't be legal. <laughs> so it's it's not all bad, right? Yeah, like there's a, there's, that is there's a, a positive little thing there. Yeah. One other detail. If this all sounds familiar, that's because Sidney Powell's argument was the exact same legal defense used by Tucker Carlson in a defamation case from last year. Yes, it is. When he got sued for a very obvious lie. Fox News argued that no reasonable viewer would take anything as fact when it comes from Tucker Carlson because his show is an hour of lying five nights a week. And that worked. Fox won that lawsuit. So here's the big takeaway. Your shitty Republican coworker or your Uncle Frank or whoever, they need to hear this every single time they mention something they heard on Fox News. According to their own legal team at Fox News, their journalism business model is lying. Yeah. Their so-called news people lie so hard, it doesn't count. They said <laughs> yes. that. Mm -hmm. They or, said that. You have to repeat this every time they talk about it. Or, or maybe you feed them to starving people. I will let you, podcast listener, decide whether would, a reasonable person would take that advice seriously. It would be more efficient to use them as mulch to feed people the vegetables. Thank you. See? We're, this is what's called idea boosting. Noah's doing idea <laughs> boosting. He's being quiet right now, like a negative Nancy. 
Sorry, I couldn't us. hear what you said. There was like a beep or something. <laughs> yeah, right, right. No, exactly, exactly. He's just, he's just getting the clean cut. <laughs> I get and, it, sure. And then Pope on the Ropes news. Many nations have been hard hit by the pandemic, especially those nations that rely heavily on tourism. And a lot of businesses have been hard hit as well, especially those that rely on regular large gatherings. And a lot of churches have been hard hit as well because that's a subset of businesses. But what if your church business is also a nation that relies heavily on tourism? Well, in that case, you're all the way fucked, which we learned amid reports that the Vatican is expecting a financial deficit this year to the tune of about $60 million. Oh. Yeah, so <laughs> really? in my continuing effort to bring at least one good news story to this show occasionally, I'm happy to report <laughs> that the Pope announced last week that they'd be cutting Cardinals' pay by 10% after April. Wow. Wow. This is affecting all of us. <laughs> and I, I think I speak for everyone when I say, womp womp. Yep. <laughs> I would literally care more if they were cutting the pay of the bird. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> now, unfortunately, the pay cut is being blamed on the pandemic's effect on Catholic churches the world over and the near total hiatus on international tourism rather than a decreasing desire of otherwise moral people to subsidize child rape or a mass exodus of Catholics following their latest declaration of anti-LGBTQ bigotry. That being said, both of those things certainly factor in, as do the huge settlements various dioceses have paid out over the last few decades. Right, so they're not just cutting pay for this year or anything. This announcement, which included a, a 3 to 8% pay cut for priests and other clerics, emphasized that an economically sustainable future requires a long-term rollback in terms of compensation. After all, those massive reserves of Nazi gold and Jewish antiquities can't even earn interest. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like they can appreciate like a Dr. Seuss book. Oh, you know. American yeah, yeah. collectors, that though, they have which them, is yeah. gross. Yeah, I mean, I feel like... I want to send some bootstraps to the Vatican, but uh, I'm not comfortable with how they'd get used. Yeah. So I'm, not doing that. You know, I'm not doing that. They'd be like, I know this was a joke, but I got some ideas here. Gosh, if only the Catholic Church were one of the largest landowners in the world, they might be able to, I don't know, sell some of that tax-free land and make ends mm. meet. Nah, never mind. We got to fuck over Father Yoichi Toy in Heath's hometown. It yep. is the only way. <laughs> exactly. Of course, we shouldn't celebrate this too much, and, and not because it involves the misfortune of others. Fuck those others. They cover up for pedophiles when they're not pedophiling themselves. Who doesn't enjoy the misfortune of others sometimes? Right? I don't even understand. Understand that as like exactly. a social convention. It's so, so business fucked up model. that English it's doesn't have its own model. word for it. Exactly. <laughs> now, we should temper our celebration rather on the simple reminder that these assholes are still getting paid for the nothing that they offer at all. Yeah. Right, so there's no official number on this, but it's believed that before this pay cut, Cardinals were earning something like 85 grand a year in addition to their subsidized housing, meals, servants, etc. So, you know, having to make it on just 75 in the mansion with the servants in exchange for providing nothing to anyone isn't exactly seeing how the other half live. You know, so still, any sign that the international child rape cabal business model is becoming less viable is certainly a cause for celebration, at least on some level. Absolutely. And one last thing about this. My favorite freak out I've seen about this story is the people talking about how it's going to affect charity. But the Pope isn't making cuts to the charity. Right. Yes. So so their claim is like, well, if I'm not making more than a union welder, I'm closing the fucking suit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. And in transubstantial news, 
If I told you there were currently literally hundreds of bills under consideration by state legislatures to ban Jews from sports because their horns give them an unfair advantage, (laughs) you might be surprised to learn it from a comedy podcast best known for Heath's angry recital of song lyrics to Stony Silence. But that is in fact... Bruce Springsteen! Whatever. (laughs) But that is in fact the case with trans people. Most recently in Arkansas, so here the fuck we are. <laughs> yeah, so the bill doesn't mention any horns, but I actually had to check. I had yeah, to check right. because yep. this is Arkansas. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So at the forefront of this battle is Arkansas Senate Bill 354, an anti-transgender bill that bans transgender women and girls from participating in sports at the elementary, middle, high school, and collegiate level in accordance with their gender identity, which Governor Asa Hutchinson signed into law this past weekend. Right, because there are few subjects that occupy the mind of Republican lawmakers more than the genitals of children. Yep. No one should have to point out how fucked up that is. Yep. And I should point out that by including elementary and middle school students, Arkansas gives away the game on their own transphobic pseudo-argument, right? Maybe you've heard these folks wringing their hands about how post-pubescent people born male are just bigger and stronger than post-pubescent people born female, so it wouldn't be fair. But by including elementary school students in this bill, the lawmakers give away that its actual purpose is to punish trans children, right? To tell one of the most vulnerable groups in our society that what and who they are is wrong and broken. And I gotta say, I'm just genuinely sad there's no hell for these assholes to burn in. Wouldn't it be nice? Well, so- so That would be nice. To to his credit, I don't know that Asa Hutchinson- ever disguised his bigotry right in his life (laughs) i'm pretty sure that fuck lgbtq people was his campaign slogan in 2018 or maybe he just had that on his bumper anyway yeah also what the fuck are these people picturing just like a bunch of trans girls in a fucking lair being like damn it we were gonna make billions by dominating the rec soccer league of (laughs) greasy corner arkansas foiled damn you arkansas allegedly what are you are you serious also, by the way, that's not how any of that works, even in their insane scenario. No. But that nope. is approximately yeah. what they right. must be thinking. Mm-hmm. And, and this is not just an Arkansas problem, by the way. As the Human Rights Campaign pointed out, quote, there are so far 174 anti-LGBTQ bills under consideration in state legislatures Jesus. across the country. Of those, 95 directly target transgender people, and about half of those would, like SB 354, ban transgender girls from participating in sports consistent with their gender identity, end quote. That's a whole lot of literal fucking laws based on pseudoscientific bigotry. Yeah. Yeah, look, if you're trying to couch your bigotry and concerns for the integrity of women's sports, I'm going to need you to take a long look at the weight room for the women's NCAA tournament. (laughs) Yes, thank you. And then tell me again how the fucking problem is trans girls. You you guys are so concerned. You really? Really? You're concerned about this issue suddenly? Yeah. And then lean in really close. (laughs) Poke you in the eye. (laughs) Did you see the first response which was she's not showing all of them and she backs up and there's a second rack yes 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 oh was there a second rack there's a yeah. second okay. little rack and they were like you liar yeah now i'm only ways. half as pissed yeah <laughs> title nine compliance <laughs> and, it. It. and look 
I tell this story not just because we need to keep talking about this as allies to our trans friends and family, but also because there are a lot of otherwise trans supporting folks who fall for these arguments. Right, yes. Right? And I will only speak for myself. It wasn't until a couple of years ago that I had to go to trans friends and have why and how these arguments were wrong explained to me. So now is not just a good time to raise awareness. It's a good time to educate the well-meaning folks in your life who might not know as much about these issues as you. Also, all the other times are great for that, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, all the times, but uh, this, too, now. Yeah, so do that. Do what Eli did a couple years ago. If you have some trans friends or people who could explain that to you correctly and they're willing to, do that. It's your job to do that. Do that. And finally tonight, we have a very important reminder. This is just so, so important. So important. Christian men in Republican states are quite certain... Their penises are too small. (laughs) According to math, that's according to statistics that were gathered by mathematicians, statistical. It's it's official. It's math. Doctors of numbers said this. (laughs) So that's a story from a couple weeks ago on a different show, but it needs to be repeated over and over. In case anyone missed it, people in red states are Googling stuff like big dick potion and penis pumps noticeably more than the rest of the country. So it got me thinking, what else are they Googling more than the rest of us? <laughs> and the answer is so much dumber than whatever you were thinking. It's amazing. Ladies and gentlemen. Baffling. Folks, he has been downstairs in his computer lab like the guy from Pi since we did that story. <laughs> just, just searching for the truth. I'm writing stuff on glass panes for yeah, no yeah. reason. It's not helping, but I have Wheeled so many in. glass panes in here just for the effect. Two yes. invisible friends now. So... I'll start with penis enlargement. I did some extra research of my own on Google Trends. I went on Google Trends to check this out for myself. And over the last five years, the states with the most searches per capita for penis pump were North Dakota, Arkansas, West Virginia, Alabama, and Oklahoma. Those also happen to be five out of the top 10 most Republican states Mm -hmm. in the union based on the 2020 election. And during that five-year span... The week with by far the most penis pump searches across the entire country, actually, was the week surrounding the inauguration of Joe Biden. What? More than double just about every other week since 2016. I, I, I have no idea how those dots connect, and I will spend the rest of them. my life thinking about it. I have no, why? Why? No, but I, it's I, true. I get it. I get it. I wanted my best direction for that day as well. Right? <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. so, right. We said it was countrywide, so yeah. Jersey counts. Yeah. yeah. Nothing but respect for my president. <laughs> so from there, I decided to find the dumbest questions people are asking in general on Google. And I found a blogger named Ryan Nickham at stately.com who had already done some of the work for me. He used Google's autocomplete to find a bunch of the dumbest questions people are asking in large numbers and then checked which states are doing that the most. I just had to update the the latest data for those and then I checked some new ones of my own. Here's what I found. I'll start with how to sell your soul, which was extremely popular in Mississippi, Arizona, Kentucky, and Arkansas. We also had how to get out of Florida and Why does everyone hate Florida? One by Florida. (laughs) What is Wyoming? One by Wyoming. And how to find Kansas? Uh, One by Kansas. Nope, that's the one that can't do it. Yeah, Kansas won that one. And the answer was 
You did it. Yeah. For Kansas people on Google. And the winner for How to Make Love was West Virginia. Well, no, yeah, because Virginia is for lovers. West Virginia is for the aspiring. I, guess. <laughs> I actually okay. found out that one of the big questions in Virginia is, why is Virginia for lovers? <laughs> <laughs> we don't have crazy billionaire money, but if we set up a website to buy people's souls for $666, how quickly do you think a million people would say yes? <laughs> how quickly could I say yes a million times? To <laughs> <laughs> it's true. You don't have less souls than a million. You could just be like, you know, both of my soul. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we also had a few other how-to questions. For example, the winner for how to join the Illuminati was Tennessee. Okay. Well, okay. For how to vote twice, it was Arizona by a lot. <laughs> really? So stole it in your face. <laughs> and for people who Googled how to Google something, <laughs> the winner was Indiana. Okay. But to fair, most of those people were just trying to win a war game with a supercomputer. And <laughs> nailed, it. nailed it. Indiana's a weird place. And just to give you a little flavor for some blue country, too, the winner for how to explain mansplaining was New York. Mm-hmm. Not even close. Sounds like it. For how to love dogs. It was California, followed by New York, again, by big margins. And for how to be a ninja, it was Hawaii. Again, huge margin. Great job, Hawaii. That's a super good question. Yes, yes, but but, but the leader in how to mansplain loving dogs to a ninja was Georgia with one. Um, by the way, the, the first related question Google offered was, how do I make my dog fearless? Which is as apropos <laughs> as any question possibly could be. Good on Google. <laughs> Okay, but every guy I know from or who's been to Hawaii at some point has wanted to be a ninja. Like, this is not a bad <laughs> indicator no. of the people there. No, that's awesome. Okay, so back to Republicans being stupid. We're going to do it as a lightning round to close it out. Where is the internet? One by Arkansas. How to use a hammer? Ohio. <laughs> How to smell better? Mississippi. Mississippi, yeah. yeah. What is the clap? Indiana. Indiana. Yep. They also wanted to know how to Google something. I've I guess those two one. go together. Where are my shoes? <laughs> Texas. Okay. Do penguins have knees? <laughs> Kansas. And last and certainly least, who won the goddamn Civil War? Who won the Civil War? Wow. That was won by, well, one lost by... Arkansas, Oklahoma, and South Carolina. By the way, South Carolina, the very first state to secede from the Union. Okay, but Heath, do penguins have knees, though? Because that's a good question. Yeah. That's serious. Right. No, I actually... (laughs) It is a good question. I immediately Googled that when I saw that question because it is an awesome question. And yes, they have knees. It's just it's hidden under all the blubber and shit. They've got knees. Also, I think it was the title of a book, so... Good, good job, Kansas, for, for reading, if that's why some of that was. Yeah, I think Where Are My Shoes is also it's a kid's book thing, so that's probably where that comes from, too. But, you know. Ah, I don't believe Texas has <laughs> whatever. Books, really? And reading Maybe. children. Like, they may have reading and they may have yeah. children, but come on. No, they have Bibles for that. <laughs> Ice cream cake. <laughs> and on that note, we're going to close it out. Thanks to No Illusions, thanks to Eli Bosnick, and thanks to all the listeners who liked us on Facebook, followed us on Twitter, and sent us feedback on the other various internets. Please keep doing that. Please keep listening, and please keep telling your friends. And if you find the naive stupidity of our giving away a free show business model to be oddly charming, please feel free to send us gifts of money at our donation page at patreon.com slash skeptocrat. 
Just like Jeff, Ben Kerr, Lulu Lou, it's Monday, Skeptocrat Day is my favorite day, Lulu Lou, <laughs> Daniel Martin, Cheryl Legau, the skeptical luthier, Wesley Aaron, Tony Miller, and Andy Tague, whose beautiful dicks and vaginas are recommended tourist destinations by Google Maps all over the country. Okay, the one show where I mention it, I get it. (laughs) (laughs) And whether or not you're feeling financially benevolent like those fine people, if you enjoyed our brand of whimsy and you'd like to hear more dick jokes free of charge, check out our brother and sister shows, The Scathing Atheist, God Awful Movies, D&D Minus, and Citation Needed, available on Apple Music, Stitcher, all those other podcast apps, or the deep web. We just have one last thing. Let's compliment that penist. Special thanks to Ryan Slotnick of Evil Drafts on Mars. He's the creator of the virtuosic musical stylings you heard today, which were used with permission. You should definitely check him out using the links we'll provide or by Googling the only band called Evil Drafts on Mars. Until next time, catchphrase sign off. sometimes you know how we fuck with our advertisers sometimes because we'll put in like sex stuff or weird stuff do you think they're fucking with us back like they just put in a Ah! weird line that's not technically inappropriate for the must reads like we promise you'll never see the sights of the ocean blue and we're like (laughs) i can't officially object to that why is it it's right next to the coupon code. Like, oh, it cuts God. actual yes, motto. Right. <laughs> it's just like, t-shirts for fun. And they were like, fuck those guys. <laughs> the preceding podcast was a production of Puzzle and a Thunderstorm, LLC. Copyright 2021. All rights reserved.